Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of June <laughs> and July because uh, a goblin came in and ate the last episode that we recorded. Uh, sorry about that. I fucking hate that goblin, though. <laughs> Gary, you saw that I guy? That son of a bitch. I fucking swear <laughs> to God. I'm gonna hunt that goblin to the day I die. Ryan? He ate all the macaroni and then spit up macaroni? Ooh. Is that what that goblin did in that one movie? I think he just sort of, uh... Vomited? Regurgitated ma- macaroni. Oh, you didn't see him eating it. Ryan, okay. can I use Rowlet as a back support? I would love it if you did. He is very supportive in, in many different that's right. ways. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's weird. He's a good guy, that Rowlet. Anyways, so yeah, this is going to be an episode talking uh, briefly about the stuff in June that we want to spend time on. Uh, and then, of course, the movies of July. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's, this is going to be a long one, probably, this folks. This is the Summer Slam, as the wrestlers call it, right, George? They do call them that, yeah. Interesting. Why? Uh, well, I don't know. It's wrestling in oh. summer, and it both start with S. Seems yeah. a little lazy. Yeah. But, you know, what do I, I mean, you, yeah, I like how, like, this episode's already long, and then you gave me some <laughs> wrestling stuff to, like, <laughs> grab. Anyways, Vince McMahon, huh? He's gone. That's, that's fun. Um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Anyways, and he's not dead yet. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be an exciting day. Anyways, let's start with June, folks. Real quick, we got Crimes of the Future, baby. David Cronenberg is back. Oh yeah, sorry. Real quick, the movie we're watching while recording this is 2014's Unfriended. Yeah. Uh yeah. This, this uh, his uh, lady friend here is uh, teasing him to see some uh, some naked bits. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, not a, no, there's naked bits in this movie. Crimes of the Future. David Cronenberg is back, baby. Uh, real quick. Um, so this is uh, David Cronenberg's uh, return to being freaky deaky. I forgot we mentioned it last time we, re- we recorded. But what was the movie he made? Cosmopolis. And that's been a hot was like minute. 2012. Yeah, a hot hasn't, minute. He hasn't made a horror movie in like 20 years, and everything else has been. Kind of like more drama, serious yeah. boys things. Starring a hint uh, of weird. Yeah, starring Viggo Mortensen. We got Kirsten Stewart. We got uh, Leia Sudu. Leia Sudu from Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> and Death Stranding only. And Death Stranding only. Uh, we have we are in a the world. Cronenberg, big Death Stranding. Exactly. <laughs> in a world where the body has sort of evolved in a really weird way. Um, like, uh, Vigo here has got a really fun talent where he's just making new organs and shit, and everyone's like, that's fucking crazy, bro. Um, yeah, I don't know, and, uh... Everyone doesn't, like, feel pain anymore in the future, so there's, like, these weird, like, art shows where people just, like... Fuck up. Fuck up their bodies, and everyone's like, oh, yes. And then lightly <laughs> clap or snap or whatever, yeah. as people do at like poetry slams. And Vigo is making new organs that he can just fuck yeah. up. So people are like, fuck. People are like, yeah, t- tear them open. Yeah. Another popcorn, please. Thank you. <laughs> I assume. I don't know. More excited than uh, our friend here's uh, significant other, who just seems like very not. Well, now thumbs are going where, but they they weren't very. He wasn't very excited about seeing her best his his good friend there naked. Anyways, uh, yes, kinds of the future. Uh, so this is a very it's a very lower budget m- movie than I expected going in. There's some great practical stuff. There's a funky looking chair that Vigo Mortensen has to sit in to. Uh, well, try and eat food <laughs> properly. Like, he's like, 
Fuck it doesn't him. seem right when like you like have a full bowl of milk in cereal and you're just like constantly yeah. like shaking around. He's like, oh no, I probably shouldn't have filled it to the brim. Well, huh? you see, it's the future, so he has the gyro bowl. That's the oh, only kind of bowl that's available oh. in the future. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and there are some folks out there who are like, uh, they like eat plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they're like making plastic candy bars. Uh, and I forgot where the movie went with this. Uh, Viggo Mortensen <laughs> can eat the ki- spoilers. Viggo Mortensen likes the the plastic candy bars. He does, and the little boy eats a trash can. Yeah, there's a little boy who eats a trash can at the beginning. Like that's crazy, yeah. and then we learn about the the bodies and the plastic stuff. Yeah. Anyways, let's not get into the weeds. We don't have. Sorry that folks, but it's it's um. I would say it is a fine film. Um, it is not. I wouldn't say it's David Cronenberg going in for his freaks out there. At least I didn't think so. Uh, there's not a lot of budget to do a lot of practical stuff. Like um, we do see, like uh, there's the freaky little tool that Leo say do uses to open mm-hmm. up Vigo. That's pretty cool. There's a little eye, but eye man, He's ear got man, ear man. Sorry, yeah, not ear eyes. man. He's got that ears awesome. all over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's fine. Uh, if, uh, if you're curious. You probably will, will want to watch it regardless of my recommendation or not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyone else here have anything? Uh... I'll just say that, <laughs> you know, I loved um, Kristen Stewart's impression of a small baby mouse who's terrified. Yes. Because <laughs> um, that was her performance. And it was amazing. Uh, just incredible. And I think I, I said this on the Gob- the Lost Goblin podcast, um, but I, I just loved that quote of hers. That it was just like, um, it has meaning and it just resonates with so many people. It has potent meaning. Yes. So good. Uh, anyways, that's Crimes of the Future. Uh, fuck. Lightyear is not oh, a movie no. that anybody should care about. <laughs> it's on the list because we had things to say about it and how indifferent everybody I, I loved just telling you about the movie and you were just like, what? That's a bad idea. <laughs> Um, yeah, anything. Do you have any, Carrie, you saw it? Do you have any? It's just bad. It's worse than I expected somehow. Like, I expected mediocrity. I didn't expect outright weird, mediocre bad. Yeah, just, like, questionable decisions, and then also, you know, the film just, like, trying to justify itself with it, beginning with the title card of, like, in 1995, Andy saw this movie based on his favorite toy. That was funny. This is that movie. And then it's just a sad man with no friends going into space. You're like, oh no. And it's like, what a lame, stupid, idiot kid. Yeah, that's the most fascinating thing. Like, if his favorite movie was, like, Over the Hedge, it'd be like, okay, you're five, that's fine. I love Ben Folds. But, like, this, this was your favorite movie? Oh, I just got back from Shawshank Redemption. I really need a good old Morgan Freeman action figure. Now that would have been a funny movie. Fills <laughs> all the toys to Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that was the thing I found the most interesting that you said, Ryan, was that this we're supposed to believe that this fucking movie is a movie that would have existed in the mid-90s that a young child would have watched yeah. and would have been inspired. <laughs> Um, and anyway. carried it with him for the rest of his days. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just very weird. Um, and yeah, just the just the film like starting with it justifying itself is just so bizarre and just kind of like like ruins the filmmaking. Like the 
the enjoyment of watching a film when it's like, hey, this film matters, am I right? And it's like, or it could just be good and like I'd care. No, no. Okay, no. okay. <laughs> Anyways, no new opinions on uh, Lightyear that'll f- from us here, folks. So apologies about that. Um, Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, it sucks. You don't need to watch it. If you saw Fallen Kingdom, you're like, man, I don't think I should watch the next one. You're correct. Don't watch it. It's got the clone lady back. It's got a weird return of the guy uh, who was fucking eating dinner with Newman in the beginning of Jurassic Park. He's back. He's got a son, maybe, or maybe a brother. I don't know. Uh, there's locusts. It's oh yeah, it's mostly about it's mostly about locusts. locusts. It's mostly about locusts, not dinosaurs. That's right. Mostly about locusts. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, it's not very good. Sorry, that's all I got to say about Jurassic (laughs) World Dominion. It's it's rough. It's not like it's not very fun. Like maybe if you like you grew up and like you really love all those movies, there's maybe something in there for you, but. I've never really cared much about him, so this movie just felt like a generic, meaningless action fade to me. I don't know. Yeah. With that, with not a lot of action. I mean, um, there was a fucking Mission Impossible adjacent motorcycle fucking thing. I hated that. Yeah, that, that was, was weird. That was that was something. It's like, what if Jason Bourne was running from? Exactly. It's from like a Jason Bourne. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly that. Weird. Anyways, the Black Phone. Um, hey. Yeah. Gary, you really liked this. I like this movie a lot. It's uh, a lot of my favorite things. It's like a, a ghost movie, spooky children with psychic powers movie. A lot of talking. My favorite kind of Classic Stephen King. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder who wrote this. <laughs> Not Stephen King. A guy who is very much like him, though. <laughs> a clone of Stephen oh, King. Oh, no. <laughs> No, but yeah, I like this movie a lot. We had some discussions in the Goblin episode about uh, how it's tonally weird, and there's some some brutality that's included that maybe didn't need to be included. Yeah. It's not that it's like it's just bizarre. It's, like, it's just it? yeah, that's true. It's just like <laughs> it's like I don't gain anything. Just child from... children getting fucked <laughs> up. Just very gobsmacked by it. I'm fine with children getting fucked up. In fact, if anything, I encourage it. But like when it's like their parent and then like later on like oh, yeah, that, that same parent. Yeah. Is I was like talking more... about the kid who gets yeah. a concussion and then that probably... was insane. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was classic comedy right there. But like the the parental abuse is like a little too much, especially when like towards the end, like that dad's like it just, it Oh just my god, my son's back. Waved. I love my son. It's like What? Okay, but you did <laughs> You really smacked the hell out of that child, um, whose mom is dead. Um, so you know, whatever. But I don't know. I'm not a parent, so maybe it's all understandable once you're a parent. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> the, the, that's the thing I always hear people like the moment I held my child in my arms, I was like, oh, I can't wait till I can fucking hit you. <laughs> Isn't that what people say, sure. or is it something like normal? <laughs> Oh, interesting. I do feel about this movie that I wish there was a little more Ethan Hawke kookiness. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Not his enough. character is great and hilarious, but he doesn't really get much time to flex yeah. and enjoy that. But mm-hmm. yeah. other than that, that's I enjoy this that, movie a lot. I didn't like it very much, but that's fine. I'm over it right now. <laughs> I think my main thing is... I just all, like... my, all my distaste towards it was transferred towards the goblin. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's fair. <laughs> 
I remember one thing we talked about was how it just felt like it. If if he had thought through things more, he could have gotten out of there much easier. Because like there was stuff he had in downstairs, and like when there's a man sleeping upstairs who's your serial killer, just like you know, take that you know toilet lid and just like smack him real hard, or just like shove scissors down his neck. No, no, no. He's he's a child predator. (laughs) Who cares? Anyways, the black phone. There it is. Uh, this one, folks, is maybe one you wanna you wanna make note of. The uh, Mad God. Hell yeah. Uh, from the man who brought you Ed two oh nine. That's his name from uh, RoboCop, I think. The big boy. Robot, robot. cop. Robo Robo. That's robot cop. Uh, RoboCop. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yes, Carrie, you wanna explain this one? Uh, this is the passion project of thirty ish. Year, maybe not that much. I don't remember the number. Lots of years. Advertising from, was 30, but it was like... From a one Phil Tippett, who... Uh, I mean, Ro- RoboCop's at least 30 years old at this point. That's true. Seems like a long time. Mm-hmm. Who would spend 30 years on a movie? No one except Phil Tippett and Richard Linklater. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, this Both movie... with two very different end results. <laughs> no, they're the same kind of style. Oh, okay, that actually ends Richard up. Richard Linklater could definitely I think he could. Uh, But uh, this movie doesn't have what you might call like a concrete through line storyline. It's more of like a bizarro visual. I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to to grasp, but it's like a menagerie of weird imagery of which seems to be focused around our central character going on a descent on this mission and he seems to be like puppeted by some higher being slash scientist slash mad god who sends him on this mission to go deeper and deeper into more mounting unpleasantness and uh just gross stuff that keeps happening to him on this journey with all these weird creatures and all this weird biomechanic yeah elements it's very cool they're like there's these creatures well there's there's the creatures as well but they're like these sort of like um mindless little lint people they're like human the most humanoid little guys they just get they just get pushed around and poked around and Mm -hmm. squished and stuff it's not very nice it's very much symbolism for you know capitalism or religion or really whatever you want it to be it's it's a very like you know Whatever you want to put into this film is what it means, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if you're into seeing really uh, cool visual if you wanna, stuff... If you want to watch something and not really be able to explain what you just saw, <laughs> like, uh, fully, uh, this is it. Because there's some stuff where, like, I can envision it in my head, but it's like, I don't have the language to describe <laughs> this, this weird contra- contraption that ends up with people eating poo... Or something, I don't know. It's just intense vibes of this guy who's been working, doing art work for big blockbuster films for years and years and years. And he's like, but I really want some sicko hours stuff. Yeah. I want like a fun passion project where I can really flex my creepo muscles. And it's like, oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's just all this weird imagery that I really, really enjoy. Yep. Uh yeah, for me, I th- I thought it's really impressive. I just, I was just wish it, I wish it was a little bit more uh, easier to piece together uh, in terms of uh from 
like what's going on, like this world that they're exploring, like who is this mad god, like all that yeah. stuff. But it's fine. Like it's fine. Like it's still pretty cool. Um It is a very cool movie. So that's Mad God. Uh folks, I apologize. The big not not me, the goblin should be here apologizing <laughs> to Baz Lerman for our for coverage real. of Elvis. Cause I forgot until this moment. Folks, it has been a month or since that movie come out, came out, but you need to go watch Elvis. You will you not sure believe do. the performance Tom Hanks uh, <laughs> provides, I guess. Uh, like and Austin Butler is also really good. Austin Butler is pretty Austin good. Austin Butler, yes, yeah, he. I think he's definitely the most, like, traditionally impressive part of yes. this film. Like, his, his performance is very good. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, no, this movie is a, a spectacle, and it's amazing. Uh, yes, it is exactly what we, me and Carrie, expected uh, <laughs> going in for the first 40-ish minutes, where it's just nonstop visual musical yes. nonsense. Yes. That is just like... <laughs> uh, and then it's, it mellows out and just becomes a biopic, but it's still interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the performances are there. And by the performance, I mean Austin is just great. Uh and, uh, yeah, Unchained Melody is a very good song. It's a good song. Uh, I, I'm, it's very I'm, good. I keep listening to If I Can Dream. I got that song on if I can, repeat. Again, so, yeah, it's a great song, song. And they shot that moment fantastically. Uh, and, again, it, it's the thing with a biopic is that when you watch it, I never know if um, I can trust the story being yeah. told to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, it does. Yeah, uh, a biopic, at least, well, a good one, a tolerable one, will at least... Inspire me to look up a Wikipedia page and maybe look up a YouTube <laughs> yeah. clip or two of the actual stuff. And I'd be like, that's pretty cool. Who is Colonel Tom Parker? Yeah. <laughs> Who is the snowman? <laughs> Who is the snowman, <laughs> baby? We gotta get Harry Hole on the case to find the snowman. <laughs> uh, that's a joke for five people. I was gonna there. say, like, man, the snowman. I sometimes I see them on Twitter. For our entire podcast audience is like, You're yeah. I hated this movie so much. I I hated Elvis. It is it is a visual um delight treat, fantastic. A visual (laughs) like I didn't ask for it, but like it gave it to me. Oh dear. Um, the (laughs) Tom Hanks. (laughs) It's a visual assault. Yes, it's a visual mugging in a back alley. Um. Tom Hanks is losing his mind. I feel like he's there's something. COVID did something to this man, and he and he is not okay. Or maybe he was just trying to um like maybe his inspiration was like his like son Chet Hanks, and he's like, oh, I'm just gonna be Chet. Oh my god, this is a side tangent, but did you guys see that video, that uh paparazzi video of Tom Hanks yelling at the paparazzi? It's so fucking funny because they're like swarming him and his wife, and I don't know what happens. She like trips or gets pushed. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, and yeah. Tom Hanks is like, back the fuck up, <laughs> tripping my wife. <laughs> and it just zooms in on this one scrawny kid who wasn't even involved in Tom Hanks, is like, <laughs> narrowing in on him, making direct eye contact and glaring at it. It's so fucking. That's that's a great movie right there. But this was just like it was it was too long, it was too weird. It I felt like it skipped over a lot of the 
You don't like a lot of biopics. Yeah, nobody over, like, hangs the, around the bad stuff. Yeah, no one's like, what if like we talked about how his wife was like twelve or whatever, fourteen. Oh, yeah, oh, 14, oh, 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 thank God! I thought this would be weird. <laughs> Or, like, his drug addiction is, like, he takes one pill at the beginning of the movie, and then at the very end, he's like, oh, I love drugs. I've always, I've always been doing drugs. Well, I mean, if they have a guy on staff who's the drug dispenser, I think yeah, you but can they imagine. <laughs> well, you have to see every single scene of Elvis <laughs> taking drugs. <laughs> I, I'd like, I'd like at least more discussion on it. Like, his wife being, like, his wife being like, hey, I just got, I just graduated from cop, from high school. Um, also, you're taking a lot of drugs, and it's also, and it's the middle of the movie. It's like, it is the middle of the movie! <laughs> Don't worry, my drug use will not get any worse. <laughs> oh no, we're at the end of the movie. You've hit 25, and I can't take that. <laughs> and now I'm doing too many drugs. Classic Elvis, am I right? I don't know. I hated it. I will never watch it again. I'm, I'm glad it's doing well. Movies are back, baby? Yeah! I don't uh, know. But I and I haven't looked into it, but it seems like uh, Baz Luhrmann is maybe a very uh, not great director to work with. I imagine. But not. I assumed <laughs> I assumed this. But I mean, you know, they said that about Stanley Kubrick too. But I mean, <laughs> we get some masterpieces <laughs> out of it. So. I mean. <laughs> All right, Carrie. <laughs> Elvis is very much comparable to like 2001. Thank you. And Elvis. The Shining. <laughs> Shining. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I get to, I get to the difference between these two movies. Anyways, Listen, it's just masters at work. You know yeah, clearly. <laughs> Love you, Shelley Duvall. Oh God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyways, with that, that's June, folks. Uh, yeah, uh, we went through a lot of that. Um, Elvis being the the highlight, and Mac out, of course. But uh, mostly Elvis. July, we're in it. Uh, the and podcast is starting now. Now, <laughs> yeah, take that goblin. <laughs> uh, oh no, he's back! <laughs> somebody goblinized Taika Waititi because Thor: Love and Thunder is not great. No, <laughs> sucks. Anyway, Thor: Love and Thunder is the next movie we're talking about. Um, the more I sit on it, the more I'm like, yeah, it's a little cringe, bro. It just, it just feels very like it feels like you put like epic. <laughs> no, it's like an AI wrote a Marvel movie and not. That's all of them, dude. I know, but like even more, even more, because like there's no like, like the sassy AI. Yeah, oh, there's, yeah, we put some stank. On yeah, this they, one. they actually dialed the sassy AI up, but like it felt like no one people at least like go through and like clean up the audio, the the dialogue, but it felt like none of that in this. It's just like, all right, let's all go do the thing now. All right, I have a Bluetooth speaker. That's funny. Let's all go to the thing. Remember that joke? Nope. She was like, get your weapons, and then she's like, what's that? I was like, oh, that's a Bluetooth speaker, and that was the joke. Nope. Okay, you guys are very... <laughs> I had no memory of that. <laughs> when no. was who that? Said, who said that? Um, Valkyrie? It sounds like Valkyrie. Valkyrie, Valkyrie had the Bluetooth speaker, and Natalie Portman was like, what is that, a bomb? She's like, no, it's a Bluetooth speaker. Uh, no, I remember I'm this seeing, now. I'm seeing the, the, the bones of the joke. Yeah. Yeah. But like, where do we start? Um, uh, so it's about Thor. He he's going on his adventures with the Guardians. And right, then, post uh, Endgame. Yeah, we don't really see any of that. <laughs> now we get montage. We get like it? a montage, yeah. and then he's like, "I'm actually gonna go off and do my own thing." And they're like, "We all don't like you." <laughs> um, so good. It's like okay. Whatever, I guess. And then they play a, a Guns like, N' Roses goes song. To, he goes to 
new new Asgard and they're like, oh, there's this guy Gore who's killing a bunch of gods and also there's this new lady Thor and it's his old girlfriend, Jane Foster, Natalie Portman, and they all have to go on an adventure to stop Gore, the God Butcher. Mm-hmm. And, and also, it's, it's Mighty Thor. It's uh, not the Mighty Thor. What, uh, it is called Mighty Thor. It is Mighty Thor? Thor? Okay, yes. so it's uh, Jane that, Foster. That so run, she has cancer. but she, That what, run was called Mighty yeah, Thor. Yeah. yeah, while holding me on there, she's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just felt like quip after quip. And it just wasn't funny, and it just didn't have the heart and the balancedness, uh, the balanced uh, fun times, um, or the visual spectacle that Ragnarok for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's just it's just too smarmy for me. It's too uh, Family Guy funny moments for me. Yeah, Ooh, that's pretty good actually. Uh, <laughs> the YouTube shorts of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all I see on YouTube yeah, I know. somehow. I it's know. all family, family guy clips, and I don't moment. understand. That's what exactly I, why this came to. to yeah. I think I watched one, and the, and the algorithm was like, "Oh, you <laughs> love Family Guy, but exclusively <laughs> on YouTube Shorts." Okay, I guess that's family fine. Guy funny moments. Um, but yeah, um, Christian Bale's fine. He's Christian yeah, Bale. He's like hanging out. Bale. He's doing his thing. Um, but Tessa Thompson, not a lot of her. There's no. not a lot of her, no. Russell Crowe, very funny. Very funny. Also, not a lot of him. Yeah. I get that Chris Hemsworth um, is finally having fun with the character as past Dark World, where he was all serious on Thor and whatever, but yeah. like, toned it down a little bit, or maybe like, don't put every joke that he maybe came up on the spot right. in the final cut. Yeah, like, let's. starting to feel like a Paul it's, it, Yes, a hundred... Hundred <laughs> percent. I feel like I feel like what this film was missing was like a straight man. Yes, absolutely. Because Everybody's having in, fun. In, and in, Ragnar- in Ragnarok, it was you know Hulk is pretty serious. Yes. Loki is pretty serious. Yeah. Um, Hela like it's pretty cool as a villain. Pretty and, cool as a villain right. and pretty serious. So like that all bounce. But everyone here is you know having fun. It's goofy and wacky. And I guess Gore is serious, but like he's but not. There's not a lot of him. There's honestly. not a lot of him, and then when he does show up, it's like I'm a ex- extra like emo. So it just yeah. feels like it con- just feels very contrasty from everything. There's else. not a relationship we have with this bad guy. So when we get to the ending of this movie, it's all like okay, yeah. I guess. And also, the ending was weird because they they all these Marvel movies they have like we got to get to the thing. Like, this thing was just, like, make a wish. And, like, I feel like a lot of the characters that are in this universe could really use that wish for, like, a number of different things. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's just kind of weird how that's just a thing you can do is just make a wish when... The, pl- the plot of, like, the first, like, dozen movies was like, we need to get these stones so we can oh, yeah. do everything. It was like, oh, why don't you just go wish for that, actually? <laughs> that's fine. yeah. That, that's a that's like I don't really care, but just it's just a weird thing. Um, this feels like a direct to DVD version of a Marvel movie. It feels movie. like a Even Disney the, Plus Marvel movie. Yeah. I don't know, Carrie. What are your what are your qualms with this? Uh, I don't know. It just. I mean, I usually have these things far away, as yeah. in I'm not going to care about them. But this one especially just felt. Because like, I know there's a lot of people who don't like Ragnarok, and I feel like 
this is me feeling what they're feeling about Ragnarok. I still like Ragnarok, but I yeah. think that this movie, I'm like, all right, Taika, all right, everyone, yeah. calm down. This is a little, this is a little dumb. Like, I don't have any reverence for the character. I'm not like, you're messing with the Marvelness of this, but it's just, it felt boring and uninspired. Yeah. <laughs> just stupid. Also, um, I'm still looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy is the only thing I'll say. That was a side tangent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see it end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was bummed. I didn't have high expectations. Um, I but was hoping it would at least be fun. I thought it would be fine. If I anything. would have like a few laughs. But like, and I, I felt fine coming out, but... I, I literally like... I don't think I like even cracked a smirk. It was just my brain was just like, this is a joke you're listening to. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome that there's a joke right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else to say about that. Um... Mid. What's next? Mid. Thor, love and mid. Nice. What's 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 next movie? Right? Uh, the next Marvel movie is a Black Panther. Wakanda oh yeah, forever. let's talk about that. I every everybody in the world, including me, we talked about it before the mm-hmm. movie started. I was like, I don't know if that movie's coming out, and you're like, it's it's coming out, it George. Is coming out. And November. I was like, okay. And I was like, all right. And that trailer fucking killed it. I am so excited. We'll see. Um, I'm still nervous just because I. It's don't a good know, cut trail, trailer. It, it is a good cut trailer. I'll give you that, but I'm just nervous about how they'll deal with like the main character not being there and like replacing him. They with, have to choose someone. And like, I feel like the person they're gonna choose is the least interested one because it's probably gonna be Shuri, who's probably. a anti vex psychopath. Um, or uh, I know that shouldn't affect my view of a care of a fictional character in the film. I mean, but, it's like, fine. It's all. It's more important than whatever the hell. Yeah, but like it's still like I also the moment that character made of what is those jokes, I was like, I do Classic. not care about you. Like <laughs> <laughs> nothing you do will make me. Care I don't think about it's you. gonna be her. I don't think it's gonna be her. <laughs> I guarantee you. It I think it's be gonna her. be uh, that made me the joke whiplash when that happened. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember because I laughed really hard at the joke before that. And I was like, what are those? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I think I remember you like going, Jesus Christ, when you heard that in the theater. Uh, but who do you think it'll be? I want it to be Winston Duke's character. I don't that'd think that'll be, be. That'd be nice, but I It'd think... Because I love... He's so good and like... I forget the in. actress's name, but the the warrior lady. Lupita Nyong'o or the lady from Walking Dead. The lady from Walking Dead, I think is the thing I'm thinking of. Yeah, she's great. I she think it would be, be her. great, but she's I feel great. like it'll be anti vax girl. Anyways, um, yeah. Look forward to Blade. Cinema. I hope it's not bad. Uh, so that's 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 uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. It's whatever. Uh, this Ooh. is Guar. Yeah, baby. Which I, I assume is a documentary on Guar? Yes. Okay. Yep. What is Guar? They're like a is metal this a band. Greg watch? This is I figured this is a Greg <laughs> They're an uh, interplanetary metal band of these these dudes who dress up in these costumes and have these crazy concerts with all these set pieces, and they have people in costumes come out and get beheaded, and they they sh- uh, shoot blood all over the audience, and they're they're very fun. But this is just a documentary covering their trajectory as they started. In the main guy was Dave Brocky, and he started the group years and years and years ago and it's just their story of how they started as like a small band on a college campus and then grew into this insane 
it, it just kept building of like a, but what if we did this? And what if we did this? And just got crazier and crazier and more and more people were involved. And it sort of tracks the rotating cast of characters and their journey as a band and all of the crazy bullshit they did when they were getting started. I've never been like crazy into Guar. I've watched like the videos and stuff that Greg shows me. They're hilarious in interviews. They do a lot of, a lot of funny stuff. So I would check them out. Is this a good, it's just a good documentary? It's a good documentary. And it was, it was a fun time. And if you're at all interested in Guar, I think you'll find what you're looking for mm -hmm. there. As someone who only had like a small piece of the information about the band, I fought it. Found it very interesting. Okay. Love a good documentary. Side note for you listeners out there. The HBO Tony Hawk documentary, Until the Wheels Fall, fall, fall Off, is fantastic. Ooh. It's excellent. Great documentary. Uh, oh. And Tony Hawk is pretty cool. Because in HBO, so not going anywhere. Yeah, great. I love it. Oh, yeah, I can't watch that. Sorry, I'm a woman. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, no. I almost watched this, but then I didn't. Fire of Love is the next movie on here. Another documentary. Another documentary for National Geographic with Neon. Yes. Um, are you Car Ryan, did you see it? I think only Carrie saw it. I like Carrie. Saw it. I was on, I was uh, doing a little uh, intellectual watching mm. this this month, doing some uh, documentaries. I watched two documentaries. One about volcanoes <laughs> and one about aliens with big penises. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm cultured. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this documentary follows the two volcanologists, uh, Katia and what's his name? I think it's like Mar Mar Martin or something. Craft, and they are. French volcanologists from like the 70s, 80s, and they would go around and the documentary is mostly made up of their archival footage from their expeditions where they would go and film the volcanoes and do experiments and test them and like test the environments. Maurice. Maurice. Not Martin. And uh I just thought it was really interesting. It tracks their story of how they how they happened upon each other as being two people who happened to live super close together and they also really insane, into volcanoes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it follows their story of them going all over the place and becoming more renowned as like the volcano people and who are also like in love and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's really cute. And a lot of the footage is just insane. That's like, what I heard about the movie. The, the footage gorgeous. is... It's craziness. And as someone who loves, like, lava lamps and, like, any other visual ASMR type stuff of, like, slime and goop, it's just... It's very cool to look at. And it's a really heartfelt story. It's very good. Yeah, I've, I figured I'd like it. I don't even know if it's still playing, unfortunately, but uh, but yeah, I figured actually, that's every one of those things where like I never thought about volcanoes, but I'm sure if I'd watch it, I'd be like, yeah, wow, know, volcanoes I, are fucking cool. Man. I, I made my my letterbox joke review was that I still don't know what lava is, but <laughs> <laughs> this movie was pretty cool. I still couldn't tell you this with lava, lava, and magma, but magma's in the earth, lava. Shut up! I know that. Shut much. up. <laughs> So yeah, I learned a lot from this movie. I don't know what movie. it is actually, or where it comes from. It's like wet fire. Uh, <laughs> of love. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would recommend that. Yeah. If you need like a, a feel good slash looks I good documentary. I assume it'll 
come to Hulu, maybe? Because it is yeah, a neon. Yeah. Oh, if it's neon, then definitely. Yeah, it's a neon thing. But it's also National Geographic, so is it going to go on Disney Plus? I don't fucking know. Hmm. They have National Geographic stuff on Disney Plus, right? I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Anyways, I'm still playing on Elmo. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's a few. Anyways, cool. Uh, this fucking fucking shell. Marcel the shell, George. Oh, right. She has shoes. He has shoes on. How could you hate this? I almost went to see this. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, you didn't see it? No. Oh, wow. I, I. Bunch of fake Marcel fans here. Fuck you. Yeah. I, still, I had I had my five days off and I went to see. Uh, what did I see first? I don't remember. I saw. Oh, I saw Fire of Love one day, then I saw Resurrection the next day, and I was going to go see Marcel the third day, and I was like, no, I'm going to stay home. <laughs> but I got good news for you. Marcel slaps hard. It's great. It's just a little story about a little, you know, Shell lives in a house that um, is being Airbnb'd, so there's like a rotating cast of people going in. And then uh, a man stops in, he sees Marcel and decides that he's going to film a documentary around him and how he like you know lives his life as this tiny little shell that lives in this big house and then also goes into the story oh my god as seen in the trailers of marcel wanting to find his family which um he was separated from after an incident and it is so good it is so nice and clean and fun and sweet big paddington vibes from this film um i don't want to say much Cause it's, I mean, there's not really much to spoil it. Cause like, if you watch, if you see the trailers, you'll understand like the gist of like, you know, what goes on, but it's just, it's just very sweet and fun. Marcel is always fun and like interesting. Uh, the stop motion animation is very, very good and fun. Uh, a little different from Mad God, <laughs> um, but still two great stop motion picture films I've course, seen this year. Um, and just a lot of creative uses of, like, this tiny little shell and, like, how it interacts with the the big world of just this house and then eventually goes to, like, you know, the, the, big, the big outside world and all that stuff. And it's just so cute and so funny and just, just a wonderful time. Like, I, I can't imagine someone not enjoying this film yeah. as I share this couch with George, <laughs> who's the most hateful person on the planet. But it's so it's so good, and I really really recommend it. Um, yeah, a two a two four, so we'll probably hit a bunch of streaming yeah, stuff. Yeah, I do eventually. want to watch it, but also I had a moment to myself where I'm like, I I'm at peace with watching this at home. I don't know that I need to see this in a theater. It was so good. Uh, one of the best parts um, at the Alamo was you know it began with you know like one of their calls like, hey, don't be on your phones. But they had one with Marcel, and Marcel was like. Hey, don't like be on your phones and be 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 good and be nice and then you know just a long tangent of things and that was like, remember do that and then they put up the long tangent like all of the text on the screen, um very very good love that little shell, mm -hmm. um yeah good, great great I love it a lot. All right, I will watch it okay, eventually. <laughs> I won't. Well, fair enough. <laughs> You know, George, you you don't watch the show movie. You don't drink the flaming hot Mountain Dew I bring. Yeah. <laughs> you come here, you eat all yeah, my twink yeah. coins, and then you leave me with nothing. Yeah, with you setting boundaries, I don't think I like it too much. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Uh, what is not okay? Not, no not okay is a Hulu um, original, um, part of Fox Searchlight's you know big push oh, to okay. put stuff on Hulu, um, and it was blowing up on a letterbox. So I was like, I'll give it a try. And it's a very interesting idea, but like I just feel like it's not executed great. It's like uh, this very very online, um, you know, zillennial type person who you know is struggling with you know work and like all that stuff, and she decides to you know post a fake trip to Paris online to like make people think that she's at this fun writers retreat. Um, so she like photoshops her like in Paris and like pretends like she's there. And then she wakes up the next day and the place that she pretended that she was in Paris got fucking bombed ah. um, by a terrorist attack. And then everyone is like, oh my God, like she doesn't, she doesn't have like a lot of friends. She like, she like follows and like is friends online with a lot of people because that's who she is. But she doesn't have a lot of like real, like, like personal connections with people. Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, all these people online are like, oh, my God, are you okay? And she's like, I'm okay. And she writes this um, article for, like, not BuzzFeed about, like, I survived the bombing oh in Paris. God. And then she becomes, like, this big international thing where she has this, like, Me Too-esque hashtag of, like, I am not okay. Where it's like, talk about your problems. Like, I was in this bombing and I am not okay. And it's a very fun idea, but it's not executed very okay. great. Yeah. Um, cause like the character is like my favorite part my favorite part of the movie is like the it begins with like, you know, like this film contains, you know, graphic language and an unlikable female protagonist. <laughs> Which like that's very funny how like that's now one That's a trigger warning. That, that's a trigger The trigger warning is you will not like this main character. Trigger warning. She Women. fucking sucks. Well, like she sucks like before that because like she does like a lot of the stuff where it's like, you know what, I kissed a girl in college, like maybe I'm gay, so maybe invite me to queer bowling night or whatever, or like I really missed out not being not being in the U.S. during 9-11 because people really bonded over that. Like, a lot of, like, insane things. Yeah. Um, one of those types of people. Um, and then, like, it kind of, like, goes into, like, you know, she meets up with some people who, like, have actually been on that, been in those, like, horrible situations, and eventually it gets out because she did not do a good job, uh, you know, hiding that. And it just kind of, like, devolves and doesn't feel very good and it's supposed to be like a comedy, but like the comedy is very, you know, it doesn't balance the comedy with like the reality of what is going on. Yeah. And a lot of the internet, you know, message is just kind of like, oh, internet, am I right? It's, it's fine. I like the idea a lot. It's very funny. A movie about a bombing. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> but it's not as, I, I feel like it's not escalated. As, as executed great a lot of people online seem to really like it um so if that sounds interesting it's on hulu so i don't know i gotta say that plot made me think of the one saw movie where the guy writes the book about how he survived <laughs> a saw trap but he didn't actually yes. survive the saw trap and then he's like the the support group leader for mm -hmm. people who survived saw traps and he ends up in a saw trap, right? Yeah, he ends up in the trap that he described and made up for Hell his book. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. Hell yeah. It reminded me of Dear Evan Hansen. Ooh. 
Oh, that is that is one of that is one of the most popular letterbox reviews I've seen on this. Is like this is my dear Evan Hansen. Ew. Um, but yeah, um, again, it's if that if that sounds funny to you, I'd say give it a watch. Um, but yeah, I think it's kind of sorry. I don't watch anything with unlikable female protagonists in it. <laughs> Oh, that was so. That was the funniest part of the movie. That I don't think it was supposed to be a comedy moment. <laughs> I'm just thinking about all the movies that I love. That it's like warning, very unlikable male protagonist. And that's like weird because like, it's like people expect like the protagonist to be like you know like oh I'm rooting for you, but like you you know you're actually not rooting for this character. <laughs> and the film warns you like you will not be rooting you for this have person. To explain it to people like it's okay. You yeah. don't have to like the main. And like, and like there, and like there are moments where like you do feel bad for her because she's so, you know, like disconnected and like she's suffering and like this is the way that she feels like she has to go about it. Mm. Um, and like you do feel for her in that way. And then, you know, she says and say things like, ah, you're really not helping me here. I want to sympathize with you, but it is difficult. <laughs> um, so like there, she's not completely unlikable. You know, you can sympathize with certain things, but. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Funny movie. Weird. Well, speaking about uh, an interesting... Uh, speaking of funny movies. Interesting female protagonist. Um, <laughs> Resurrection. Uh, Rebecca Hall is back, folks. Uh, back with... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Trilogy uh, of her making yeah, people they're... uncomfortable. Yeah. Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth here with... A, they got a, a fun little adventure for you. Rebecca Hall plays... Um, some sort of is it a science like some sort of scientist or like a pharmacist? She, she works at business. Yeah, because she's, but she's like, a science. She goes into business, but then she goes into her meetings and she's talking about like fucking mitosis. Exactly, and shit. exactly. I think I think she's like in charge of like, a company that does this, and she's like has that executive job where she like does business aspects of. Um, mitosis in science. science. Anyways, <laughs> Rebecca Hall is a scientist business person who has yes. is a single mother uh, to a Some big girl boss to a big fucking nerd uh, daughter. Um, and uh, gaming rigged over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, playing Elder Scrolls. <laughs> um, and she's uh, in a relationship with uh, an adultering man. Um, and, uh, yeah, things are going pretty good for Rebecca Hall until she sees Tim Roth at one of her business. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Who Tim among Roth us? Who among us? Uh, and that sets her into a panic attack into what is going to be not good times for her. So, obviously, all of us got uh, hall-pilled when we saw Hell the yeah. Night House and uh, mm. saw that this was her, like one of her next big things. Uh, I think Ryan didn't see the trailer even. Just, I didn't even watch the trailer. I no. saw the trailer. I was like, ooh, yes. If, if, if Rebecca Hall is in it and like it's described as um, difficult, then I then I am going to love. I'm gonna I'm gonna, uh. find, I'm gonna at least find something to enjoy about this film. I'll tell you what. So yeah, I guess I don't not to get to to the weeds of it, but if you enjoyed the Night House and we're looking for more of that. I am here to report to you. You're going to be very pleased with the re with resurrection. Uh, if, if you like the scenes of her making people uncomfortable, I got oh some God. good news. That is a majority of this film in a comic in a comical way. Where yeah. like this is unbelievable. And you would just it's like, do this. You know that scene in Hereditary where Tony Collette is talking to the support group about the horrors of her life. Imagine if that scene lasted five minutes. Yes, and it's just nonsense. 
just fucking ridiculous. My favorite part of that is like, she. It's like it's a slow zoom on her face, and it's just like five minutes of that, then it cuts to like the lady just like, "What the hell did you just say to me?" And she's like, "Ha ha, JK." I know I've invented to you about my problems, but that was the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh, anyways, Carrie, what'd you think of this one? I really liked it. I want to watch it again, because I feel like, I don't know, there was some more, like, dreamscape type stuff that I was just confused about when I first watched mm. it, but I really enjoyed Rebecca Hall's performance, obviously. It's great. And I, I don't know, I thought it was a very interesting movie. It wasn't, I only watched the trailer one time and I didn't remember it very much. It wasn't yeah, what either. I thought it was going to be. Yeah, me so, either. I didn't think it was going to go where it went. Yeah. Um, it's very cool. Ryan? Um, I think I liked it. I know I rated it less than both of you. And I liked it a lot. Rebecca Hall is like, if any other actor was trying to do this, this would be like a two out of five movie. <laughs> like I agree. It's very. It could be very campy and very silly. Yes, uh, but she, she kills it. And I think just like some story stuff and like how the you know, plot lays out just kind of like doesn't do much for me, but she just like, oh God, she is <laughs> merciless. And, oh man, it's it's just like, most of like the scary stuff is just like her describing things. I love that. And that's, that's very good. It's, she's just great. Like she's, like, I don't know what the hell happened because like I, I watched Transcendence and that is a different that person. That sucks <laughs> that is a very different person from the person I saw in Resurrection. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Um, what else to say? Oh, yes. So we, we all saw this at Alamo. Carrie, hmm. I don't know if you noticed this, cause, but did it seem like... Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Did it seem like the frame was zoomed in pr- properly? I don't remember, but maybe. Because it was... I felt like... I mean, I liked it, but sometimes you could... Like, I liked it. It was tight shots. Like, it right. is always in your yeah, face. Yeah, it is, it is like cut I, on her forehead, yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely remember the shot that you're talking about. I was like, did they mean to frame it like yeah. this? <laughs> like, sometimes it looks good, but sometimes, yeah. like, her head is, like, like, gone. I feel like it was, like, while they were at the diner. And yes. they were talking, and she was just like... <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. So anyways, what I'm saying is like, I don't know if I, I think I liked it, but at the same time when it didn't, I don't know. <laughs> it seemed like a mistake. It seemed like a mistake, but also it was like, I enjoyed how in, I, I in guess, it. I guess I'm supposed to be unsettled by also the framing of this film, I guess. Everything's upsetting. Oh no. Anyways, Resurrection uh, is great. Uh, if any of that sounded interesting to you, or you like the Night House, or check it out. If you uh, want a good thriller. And a good time. Ryan, good do you need a break? Your voice is deteriorating live on this podcast. It's fine. My voice is fine. Just okay. Long day. Okay. The Ikea uh, goblins uh, got to your throat. I hate to see it. No, George no. can't play on goblins. <laughs> <laughs> These goblins are Swedish and they're crazy. <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. Cannot blame the goblins. Uh, nope. The next film from Jordan Peele uh, has arrived. We've seen it. Uh, starring Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, uh, Stephen Yoon is in this. He's in it. And Keith David. A surprise Keith David. I did yeah. not know Keith David was in it for a hot minute. Um, yeah. Uh, it's not a horror movie, which was pretty clear by the second trailer. Yeah. The first trailer, hmm, was, uh, hmm. 
My thoughts. Um, I don't know where to go with this. Okay, so it is. A, it is. A, it is. A, it is like Jaws, but with an alien with a UFO. Yeah, exactly. It is Jaws with UFO. Is what it is. Um, and I thought it was all right. Actually, no. I thought it was very, very good. I'm very impressed by the shots in it. I'm super impressed by the concept of it. Like I respect it for all the stuff, but my heart's not in it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. I think it's great, but I don't feel passion for it. Um, that's so. That's why I'm a little weird on it. But uh, Carrie, you really liked it. Right? I love this movie. Yeah. Uh, I really. <clears throat> I don't know. I just like the interplay for the characters. How it's the brother and sister relationship, and I really like the. Oddly enough, all my favorite parts are like the B plot with Steven Yun and his backstory. There's some fucking insane stuff in this movie. Like, like the most tense I've felt in a movie in the last few years. And it's a fucking monkey scene. <laughs> but yeah, no, this movie has some really good pieces. And it was the first time in a while where I watched the movie and I go home and I'm like, I can't stop thinking about it. And I had to go watch it again the very next mm. day. It's just great. All the pieces fit together so well. Everything's beautiful. The music is insane. It's just so much good stuff. Mm-hmm. Ryan? Uh, very similar to Carrie. I love this movie. Okay. Like, it is It is very good, like, just, like, film for me. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is, this is what <clears throat> cinema is. Um, and, like, I also saw it twice just because I just really just, like, uh, the, just the look of it, um like just the look and like the audio like in like a big theater just like feels so good just like the painting shots of like the sky and you're just like searching like all around for what it is and there's all this audio whooshing around you and it's just like oh it's so good and the monkey stuff is so good um it is it is very tense and weird and i just love you know thinking of and figuring out like how everything is supposed to connect and you know the the conclusion at least I have with everything just like feels very good. I still don't know what the shoe means. Um you know the shoe. Waiting for the other shoe to fall. Oh shit. <laughs> I was oh whatever. But yeah. Um I I just I just love oh it's so good. It's very good. Um and it has sequences that are so like like scary but like also just like awesome like that's how i would just like the genre of this movie is just like sick mm-hmm. it's just like great um my favorite being you know the encounter they have with the ufo at night at like the mm-hmm. as like the final group um just just like everyone's dealing with the ufo in like a, their own <laughs> horrified way yeah with the people in the house and um Daniel Kaluuya out in the car. Just, oh, so good. Such a good scene. I, I want to see this in, like, an IMAX. And yeah. Like, and, like, big, but I don't know what the best IMAX around. There's not a lot of, it's, it's a, there's a new big screen that opened, like, on 207th Street. Uh, I don't know how good it is. But, yeah, we have weird, weird stuff here. Weird stuff here. But, yes, I want to see this in IMAX. I want to see it big and beefy and i just want to just enjoy cinema because i don't know this is like this is like a like a cinema film like yes i like cinema this is this is this is the obnoxious personality trait that i have chosen for myself 
And this movie for me is like, oh, yes, this. Finally. Finally, yeah. a film for me. For me, even though I don't feel the passion, I think I love it because like this is Jordan Peele on his Christopher Nolan shit. Like, yeah. this is a big fucking movie, big budget. You don't know what it's about. It's a little out there. Uh, and it's going to have some really cool shots. Uh, and also, it's got it's got great performances from Daniel Coley and Kiki Palmer. Um, who apparently, like, this, I think it's fascinating that like, Kiki Palmer's been around for a while, but this movie, like, a lot of people, like, rediscovering <laughs> yeah. her. Um, she's hilarious. Yeah, she's really funny. Um, yeah, that, that was the biggest thing, was, like, I really hope, like, he keeps making stuff, because, like, he's got big ideas, and he can pull them off. Yeah. Um, because, like, once we get to the ending of that, where, like, the, the UFO reveals itself in its true forms, and evangelion fucking anime Hell shit yeah. uh it's really cool um but yeah the, but and i haven't i was going to i tell i told myself i was going to look at what the discourse of this is and i only saw a few things of this on twitter because i was like i was like are people going to be super bummed with this movie from the first trailer to what the movie actually is because the first trailer uh it paints it as a horror and also i think it's all the whole marketing is it's the next Jordan Peele movie. So it's yeah. all like, boom, Jordan Peele. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of I feel bad because there's a lot of expectation that people put on him, probably. And if like a movie like I mean, everyone's everyone's really quick to be like flop era, flop era. It's done. It's over. Um, and he's also a, a black filmmaker. So like if something crashes for him, they probably won't give him another shot, like a Christopher Nolan, where he puts out fucking Tenet. And whoa, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Oppenheimer, baby. It's like, whatever. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> what is that? You know Oppenheimer, the most know. important guy ever. It's like, I don't know what you're talking Scarecrow, about. Scarecrow, he's, he's in this. <laughs> it's Oppenheimer, baby. It's Oppenheimer. We drained all the fluid from Killian Murphy's face. Exactly. He was even more gaunt than there was Damn. not much left. Which, which we did get a the Oppenheimer trailer for this. Which again, it's, it's cool. They're like. <laughs> so, anyways, all I have to say, even though I don't love this movie, I think it's really fucking awesome, and I hope that uh, we can, Jordan can still make big, weird, cool, ambitious shit. Yes, I I, I I do enjoy how we currently have. He is the current like horror director or horror-esque director who can just like make whatever exactly. He wants. Yeah, he's got the Christopher yeah. Nolan ticket. Cause, cause yeah. Whatever. I think. Because, like, that's what I was agreeing on lines. Like, there's n he's the best horror of all time. And people be like, oh, this person, this one, this great director. But he is, like, that mainstream power, which, like, mm -hmm. just his name does. Like, I love Robert Eggers, but, like, clearly his name couldn't sell The Northman. Um, a movie that's fine. <laughs> um, and, like, you know, those other people. Um, Ari Aster mm -hmm. is another very good horror director who, you know, in the indie communities, like, there's a lot of big names. But Jordan Peele just, like, has that... I don't know how he did it. Just like he just like is like the horror director right now, and he can just do weird stuff, and it's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, I want him to keep making weird stuff. Like he made like two horror movies that were like uh, that. They're messy. They're they're like he's a black film director who like makes great movies with like fantastic black performers that like mm -hmm. and, like anybody can enjoy and like. Also, like, black audiences show up because they're like, fucking hell yeah, like, this is, like, awesome. Um, so it just reaches, like, I guess it just has, like, a audience, it just reaches more folks yeah. like that. I don't know. But, yeah, I, anyways, I, I hope we can keep doing cool, great, great shit. Um, that monkey stuff was 
something. That was awesome. Nice. It was um, so awesome. Uh, I enjoyed the weird, fucked up sunglasses at night. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, so glass. The sword is still playing. <laughs> how did that happen? Oh, no. Yeah, that was really funny. I just love how now, I'll, every time I hear that song, I'll think of the movie Nope, and I just Perfect. love that. <laughs> That's a pretty good song. Um, and now I'll think of this really weird sequence it was in. Um, Anyways, that's July, folks. Not a lot. So we lucked out. The goblins thought they were going to take this podcast down, but guess what? July didn't have a lot of movies, uh, so. Nope. Uh, just, nope. Just, just, just don't count your goblins before they <laughs> emerge at church. Let's wait till the end <laughs> of the show. Before they hatch? Before they I jump out they, of a toilet. I, uh, yeah. There's a movie. I don't. There's a movie called Goblins that has a goblin coming out of a toilet on the cover art. And oh, I've never I know, seen I know. it. Well, <laughs> I'm like that's that's it. <laughs> that's a visual. Anyways, August still not a lot. But Bullet Train, I guess finally. I thought that was a movie that was coming out way later, but it's out now nope. for our it's time. Here. Apparently, it's fine. That movie did nothing for me. No, Every time I trailer, I was like, this is trying to do something. It, and it's like, I don't get it. No, probably bad. Yeah. What I, if I told I, you the same director as Deadpool 2? Yeah. Will that explain stuff bad. to you? It's got Bad Bunny in it, which is just weird. Oh. Um, I was a sliver interested because of Michael Shannon, but I doubt that there's enough Michael Shannon to make it worth Sitting through an entire bullet train. Was he even in the trailer? I... No, he wasn't. Okay, I was like, there was like one split second shot of him with long gray hair holding a samurai sword, and I'm like, there's something there. Mm. Too bad I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> Anyways, bullet train. Uh, Prey. They Prey. finally made a new good Predator movie. Yeah, I, I was hear. gonna say, which is apparently insanely good. Yeah. Uh, uh well, I'll try and watch it. It's on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. I'll try to watch it though. Um, pray. I think it is funny though how you know Warner Brothers talking about like direct to streaming movies, it doesn't work, and then like two days later, like Hulu has like maybe one of the best direct. If it's something movies. good, it works. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy people didn't like the one where what was the Seth Rogen one? Was two of them? Oh, pickle God. what? One one eight. <laughs> I thought I knew you were talking about, and then you said that. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I th- it's something about a pickle. I don't know. But yeah. If oh, the, okay. I know what you're talking there's about. There's two Seth Rogans. <laughs> yeah. I don't All remember right. what it's called or what it's about, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> All I know is when when they had the list of like all the movies that HBO Max took down, I was like, wow. I have not seen any of these. Yeah. <laughs> I saw The Witches. That movie was something. I oh. wanted to watch that. The only the most interesting <laughs> the most interesting thing is uh in Hathaway's I'm going goblin mode performance. Don't say that word. <laughs> She's having a lot of fun. <laughs> Come back out of my chewing the scenery in yeah. that movie. That's the funnest part. The rest of it's kind of awful. But yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, in the lockdown, another Anne Hathaway movie. Oh yeah, it's right. Yeah. Or Sandra Bullock. What? Wait, no, it is. No, it's, it's Anne Hathaway. Okay, okay. Um, it's one or the other. What is Easter Sunday? It is a movie about a Filipino family celebrating Easter Sunday. It's a vehicle for some comedian whose name escapes me at the moment. Yes, I've seen the trailer It looks like a fake movie. I've seen this. It looks... Joe Joe Coy. Yeah. It looks completely fine. (laughs) Yeah, it totally looks fine, but also fake. 
Yes. <laughs> Bacon, like, that looks like, you know, that looks like a movie, like, a parent would watch. Got yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips. Hell yeah. Probably. Probably that's All right, that's interesting. Uh, okay. I am excited about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Hell though. yeah. I really don't like Pete Davidson. Yeah. I really don't like him. I but this looks fine. This I, looks, I, I like don't. the lady on who's in this movie. She has a good Twitter. Uh, I forget her name, but she, but but she had a like a. I don't know. If this is related to her getting the role in this movie, but there, she had a, a tweet video where she was like dancing around, like it's L.A. <laughs> if, if if you don't have an eating disorder, get one, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's in this movie playing that character. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is that's awesome. awesome. So yeah, I've definitely seen that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really like Pete Davidson either, but I feel like I don't have a good reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. He's fine. As someone who watches SNL, like, he's consistently fine. Yeah. Like, he's fine in, like, short bits, yeah. you know? He seems, like, really funny and, like, a cool person, but yeah. I also feel like I just had a thing with him where it's like, I don't know who that is, and then all of a sudden he was everywhere, and I'm like, why oh, is yeah, he doing no. Yeah, exactly. Everywhere? Like, yeah, he was fine at SNL. I don't know. And, and now like, he's everywhere. Especially like, showing on... up in fucking toothbrush hats yeah. or whatever the shit he's like. H&M. Because, like, my chompers, my pearly white. Because H&M, shut up. Because he's an <laughs> SNL cast member who doesn't like, he's not like Kate McKinnon who like has like characters and like impressions that like he's known for. Yeah. He mostly just goes on update and does like a bit as himself, like yeah. I'm gonna talk about this thing. Yes, I'm exactly. Pete Davidson. Yeah. Like that's pretty much all he does. And like someone likes him. I don't know. He he just dated a, like a bunch of celebrities, and somehow now it's just like, oh my god, Pete Davidson. Like he, but the name, his name is out there enough that he just like. Yeah, now he just like him exists. Momentum. What's like <laughs> yeah. is funny because like I remember when he first started, like his whole bit is just like. I'm just a guy, and now he's just like every. He's the, but he's still just a guy. He is still just a guy, but like he's so famous for like some reason. <laughs> but he's the most like generic looking guy on the planet, and like it's not a diss. That's just I, I don't get it. Mm. He's fine though. Um, yeah. You know who's great? Lee Pace. That is true. <laughs> also Lee Pace. That I is, am in love with that. That man. is a better person. Um. um they slash them. This is a Hulu, right? This is a Peacock. peacock. Yeah, oh, I know. When when I heard the when I heard the pitch of this movie, I was like, "Oh, that that could be good, but it could also, you know, be like a big." It's got Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I was gonna say, but then we heard Kevin Bacon. And then and then we like, oh, thank God. And then we heard Peacock original, and I was like, "Oh <laughs> no, actually, this this is a very funny photo." Okay, I, I, I see that. <laughs> yeah, that is a very fake. Uh, movie, because I I when when they revealed the title of this, I feel like a lot of internet people were like, oh my god, what a funny fun name for a movie. And it's like, is it? It feels very like someone was like, hey, they slashed that. Right? I was like, oh my god, like yeah, it feels like a Tumblr post. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, and that's funny. It <laughs> is funny. It. it is funny, but it's also like, oh, this this could be trying. It feels like that, like it's trying to be about something, but it's just like it's just using that as yeah. like a vehicle mm. to like. We sell haven't seen it yet, but that's yeah. <laughs> no, that that is true. But I mean, I, I that makes sense as Peacock because I had Peacock for a bit because I watched wrestling and then I got the, a push notification for it. and I was like, huh, swipe right. I don't know what the fuck that is. 
They slash them. He, him, actually, but thank you. Why is he... She-Hulk Attorney at Law is not a movie, Ryan. Carrie added, Carrie oh, added it to the know. list. I genuinely didn't know that. Oh, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. <laughs> oh, it was it's, on it's the another... list of stuff I was looking at. I was like, oh. I've been hearing about that. Yeah, it's a Disney Plus show. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's got Daredevil's I'm genuinely out of the loop on that. Daredevil's one. gonna be in it, so I I had to watch it because I love Daredevil. Oh, Daredevil speed. God, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, my bad. Right, it, Sorry, it's Lady Hulk. Um, but she's 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 a superhero. My, my my trouble with this is she's another hero who like breaks the fourth wall a lot in comics. Oh. And I'm not a fan of that. Maybe just the Deadpool movies maybe hate that. But I'm just curious on like how they'll do that or if they'll do that. Hmm. Um, it doesn't seem like she's that quippy from the... Well, it seems very... I was never a She-Hulk... I don't know much about She-Hulk because I just never really cared. Because like her origin is also weird. Like She was in a car accident like, Oh, we need to give you the, a blood transplant from your cousin, Bruce Banner. And then <laughs> and it's like... No one stopped. How did they there get? There wasn't like a flag on his file. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I got some bad news about this man's blood. It is not good. And then she just gains Hulk powers, but like she's like a bit more in control of it. And I, I believe she's an attorney like Daredevil, um, but she specifically does like superhero cases. And like that's a fun idea for a show. I think like for like an episode of the week. Like now I'm dealing with a Stiltman case. Like that's. That'd be funny. I don't know if that's the way they'll go, but, you know. Well. Yeah. I don't know. It's on there. <laughs> uh, Orphan First Kill. Paramount Hell Plus yeah. is back, baby, with a harm. Is this, is this the same yeah. lady from the original Orphan? Uh, Isabel Furman? Okay. Yes, it is. I've still never she seen She still it. looks like a child. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's good, I guess. <laughs> this is a, this is a st- prequel. I've still never seen Orphan. It's really good. That's in, what people tell me. Well, they spoiled me the ending, so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's impossible to. It's, been, it's a yeah, long. It's it came out in two thousand nine. Yeah, more than. 10 also, years. and now here's Orphan uh, Two. Hell yeah, it's I. It's not like a masterpiece, but I think it has a lot of really interesting. Like the original Orphan has a lot of really interesting visual stuff and a lot of fun, fun set pieces and things. And it's got a uh, Conjuring Lady in it. Uh, who plays Vera, Lorraine Warren? Yes, Vera, Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga. Yeah. It's good. I, I really like the first Orphan movie, and I'm excited to see a shitty prequel. All right. It's going to be fun. Maybe I'll watch it. Who I knows? have it on DVD. <gasps> oh. Eh, actually, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Orphan Kill coming to Paramount Plus. Be excited. Uh, 3,000 Years of Longing. I know what this is. Bitch. I just can't. This is the, the Tilda Swinton. Yes. Has a, yep, she yep, finds yep. a little knickknack with a gin in it's it. George Miller. Gin yep. is Idris Elba. Hell, that's the idea. I am so fucking pumped I didn't for know, this movie. I didn't know much about this movie. I was Holy trying to like go into shit. it knowing nothing. And then I saw a trailer for it in front of Marcel of all things. But, <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, this looks amazing. This looks so fucking. I watched crazy. that trailer like fifty times. It's crazy. I yeah, I saw oh some tweets from Idris about it. Uh, I, I didn't see the trailer until uh, what was it that I watched? I think it played in front of Resurrection. Yes, mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, looks great. I'm so excited. Yeah, I don't know fun. what George is also doing. Other than that, is he doing another Mad Max? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who's doing the Furiosa movie. Oh yeah, he might be directing it. Oh. Let me look that up. But yeah, this movie looks insane. Like I saw that trailer and I was like, dude, 
Dude, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, some wild ass shit, which is yeah. Oh, he is filming the Furiosa movie, ah. so that is his next thing after this. I don't know if I wanted that, but I'm sure it'll be good because George Miller's pretty good. Yeah, I still haven't seen Babe, uh, his most seminal work, Babe, and 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 in the one pig, Babe pig, pig in the City. Exactly, mm, Babe and pig I've in the heard city. Because he's only the writer of Babe, but Babe Pig in the City, that is what he directed. So that is what. Oh, wait, really? He was just a writer for Babe? That is what it says on his Wikipedia. Just writer for Babe. The real director for that was Chris Noonan. Chris Noonan. Great. This man looks very, very angry in his um, Wikipedia picture. (laughs) Well, he made the movie Babe. (laughs) That's all the movies, folks. Oh, actually, real quick. Uh, I saw A Pleasure, which was a neon film yeah. oh. about uh, this uh, nice uh, European lady who wants to get into the L.A. porn industry. Uh, it's kind of the movie you expect it is. It's good, uh, but it's uh, it's got some not fun stuff if you don't want to see, like, sexual assault. So don't watch that if you don't want that in your life. Uh, it's fine. It's pretty good. It's fine, though. Uh, that's that. Um, All right. Carrie, you saw Prince of Egypt, and I want I you. Did. I want you to just talk about that real quick. It was awesome. Yes, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, because me and Greg were just talking about uh, fucking uh, all those. Men- Ralph Fiennes. The- <laughs> I still don't know how to say that man's Ralph name. Ralph Ray- I'm Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about because it's DreamWorks. Really? Yes, it was one of DreamWorks' about, big like yeah, animated projects. And uh, we were watching some videos that were talking about the best DreamWorks movies, and that was like across the board. Number and it was, one, like this is the best one, and I was like, I haven't seen that since I was literally a child in church watching it, and all I remembered was the Same. beginning scene with the basket, yeah. and I did everything else was blank, and I was like, so we rented it and watched it, and I was like. It's phenomenal. Yo, it's it's so phenomenal. Good. And I had no idea how stacked the cast was. It was insane. Yeah. It it very much felt like that was DreamWorks like this is going to be our Lion King. This is going to yeah. be it. Yeah, and yeah. it was big, but uh it's kind of more of obscure. It's like I if you never watched it, you watch it. I think it, it, it came it. out like when 3D animation was first like kicking off. It was around hmm. Because I think that was one of the few like DreamWorks 2D things. They made right? a few others after that though. Yeah. Because there was Eldorado, Eldorado, and they tried Joseph, the king of dreams, and I remember nobody gives a shit about that. We're not excited about the Bible stuff. We're excited about how fucking epic that movie was. Um, Ray Fiennes goes fucking hard in that. But yeah, I've also not seen this since um, grade school. It's really good. The music is incredible. It's very good. I wish uh, more things in the Bible were that cool. That's true. I mean, there there's some fun stuff in there. It was kind of retcon though. Mm. Yeah, it got rewritten. Yeah, it got rewritten to be a little less. Epic. <laughs> a little more homophobic and stuff yeah. as the years go on. Well, what a shame. <laughs> give me, g- give me back the good old gay Bible. Yeah, baby. Well, with that being said, I just realized that we we went through August, and I was like, guess bodies, bodies, bodies. Thing I'm looking forward to is not a lot. <laughs> I'm very excited. Thousand years of oh yeah, same, that that too. too. I put bodies, lo- bodies, I put bodies. Logging, logging. Thousand years of logging. <laughs> Big lumberjack room. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we proved those. Gob- you two need to watch Prey. Oh yes, yeah. Prey this month. Well, uh, we proved those goblins wrong. We recorded a podcast with two months in it. They said it couldn't be possible. Carrie, uh, where can people find you uh, if they wanted to read your opinions on Prince of Egypt? They're not very long. 
Well, I don't have long opinions very yeah. often, but uh, you can find me on Letterboxd just by searching my first name, Carrie, K-A-R-R-I-E, or on Twitter at K-A-R underscore E-Lyles, L-Y-L-E-S. Uh, Ryan, where are you uh, Letterboxd, film piece. You can see me talk about uh, nonsense, usually. Ryan, when the heck is that uh, Evangelion theatrical run happening? Um, it was supposed to happen this year. Um, oh, got delayed by a year? It was supposed to happen this year. Well, G-Kids announced it this year, yeah. and they haven't announced dates, and they've been very weird about Evangelion dates, even when they announced that they got the right to the Blu-ray. I remember, yes. It took them a year to be like, because they announced like, hey, we're going to make an Evangelion Blu-ray, and people are like, holy crap, uh, it's about time. And then like a year later, it's like, oh, it's coming out in like two months. So, who knows? I thought I read it was supposed to be this fall, so hopefully soon. Oh, Dragon Ball Superhero comes out this uh, month in the U.S. I'm, I'm excited for that. Okay. Is that a new thing? It's a new Dragon Ball movie. Dragon Ball Superhero, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I see a Dragon Ball thing, I'm like, I don't know if that's new. or that, if that's like, I mean, that's fair. That is fair. <laughs> but uh, Evangelion, it's supposed to be... Um, a short theatrical thing this fall, I believe. But I will, I'll be looking up times. And if the Alamo doesn't have one, I will be... Anyways. I will be steamed. That's a big movie. Uh, you can find me at jcruzalvarez26, uh, where I will not be reporting thoughts on Marcel the show. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> or Goblins, the movie with the goblin poking out of the... Don't say stuff you can't come... The toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, until next time, bye bye <laughs>